Today's episode is sponsored by the American Chemistry Council. Chemistry creates, America competes. I was in New Orleans for the Democratic Governors Association winter meeting. You were looking really pale for someone who just got back from New Orleans. Where's your tan? <laughs> I don't, is, is that known for being a tan city? <laughs> I don't know. I'm Annie Reese. This is Politico Dispatch. And today, definitely hot. Reporter Zach Montalaro. But it wasn't a tropical vacation I was on. Fair enough. On his work trip to the Democratic Governors Association meeting. Which is a fancy way of saying that some of the Democratic governors across the country got together to talk about how 2021 went and where 2022 is going. Mm. The big things we talked about was how has this changed your view? of being a chief executive, right? The last two years have been super stressful for everybody, maybe governors especially so. How has that changed how they view the job as a governor, as a chief executive? And then of course, talked about the political ramifications of that. How much will the last two years and the recovery post-pandemic or in the midst of the pandemic affect their re-election bids in 2022? So you have a story out on this today And I feel like a crux of a lot of this is a bit of governors coming to terms with expectations versus reality, where many had seen a period of soaring approval ratings, which have all now stagnated, and a lot of them are potentially in trouble with re-election. Yeah, so I think the big thing that I was focusing on was how governors, especially Democratic governors, because this was the DGA, trying to change their thought process that we've gone from two weeks to stop the spread with the pandemic to now approaching two years of mitigation. You know, I I remember back in March 2020 that everybody was, you know, if we do this for two weeks, it'll all be over. Turns out that wasn't quite the case. (laughs) And that's not necessarily these governors' faults, but that's just how the world works. And so what's the downstream effects of that, both how they think about their jobs and and how they think about their role as chief executive, but of course, also politically. A lot of these governors are up for re-election next year. So how does a lingering pandemic and maybe more importantly, uh, an economic recovery from it affect re-election? And how does it affect re-election? What was the big takeaway? Yeah, I think the biggest takeaway is that Democratic governors know that they need to talk about this differently. And you really need to look no further than Virginia and New Jersey. Those are two states that are fairly reliably blue. Mm. Uh, And in Virginia, Democrats lost. Former Governor Terry McAuliffe was running to try to take back his old job, and he was beaten by Republican Governor-elect now, Glenn Youngkin. And in New Jersey... Turnout was low, and the race was much tighter than had been predicted. Democratic Governor Phil Murphy had a much, much closer election than most people expected. So the question is, why and how how did Democrats try to stem that tide, that if these two states were that competitive... Uh, what about the states that are typically considered a lot closer? You know, what do they look like in 2022? The big takeaway for me is what uh, Governor Roy Cooper, governor of North Carolina, he is the new chair of the DGA, he's the guy in charge, said that, you know, basically two things, that Democrats need to acknowledge that the last couple of years have been a struggle for people, be it the pandemic, be it economic changes, mm-hmm. be it health broadly defined, that could be mental health, that could be actually the pandemic itself, you know, if somebody got sick, somebody lost a family member, Democrats need to acknowledge that people are struggling, that even if some top line economic numbers look very, very strong, think about unemployment, you know, we're we're in most parts of the country, we're rapidly approaching, you know, 
historic lows in unemployment that other parts that people are still scared people are still dealing with this pandemic and more importantly the aftermath of that pandemic inflation ebbs and flows of health orders and things like that mm-hmm. and two the second thing that governor cooper and others talked about is democrats need to have a more focused economic message you know we hear it over and over again they have a kitchen table message yeah how do they reach that message and how do they talk about that over other things, basically. And kitchen table message, meaning like the kinds of issues that a family would talk about, like around the table. Yeah, that, you know, that for all the focus on top line numbers, that even if unemployment rate is great, how is that translating to what individuals feel about the economy, right? You know, if inflation is high, how do voters think about that? How do voters talk about that? How do voters think about, you know, how their state is coming back after a hopefully once in a generation pandemic? Hopefully we don't have this again every five years, something like that. You know, it's not just these what the stats say. It's it's Democrats uh, say that they need to do a better job of communicating with voters and talking to voters and hearing out voters. What do you think it's important for other states or for people around the country to be watching what's happening in various governor's races right now? Well, I mean, the general pitch is that you should really care about your governor's race because, you know, everyone focuses on Washington, uh, Washington, D.C., not Washington, the state. Uh, Governor Inslee of Washington State chided me when I said Washington in the question and I meant D.C. and not the state. So, (laughs) you know, everyone focuses on the D.C. elections, president, Congress. Your governor is important. You should if, if if these last two years have shown anything is that your governor has an immense amount of influence over your daily life. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the pandemic really laid that bare that governors, you know, governors of different states handle the pandemic differently without going into the wide, you know, range of differences we had across the country. Governors handled it differently. So you should care about your governor's race. And the other thing is that your state is probably having a governor's race next year anyway. 36 states are electing a governor next year. Wow. That's a lot. That's most of the states. Most of the country is going to be voting for a governor. The big states, you know, Texas, Florida, New York, California, all electing governors, but so are some small states, Maine. Uh, And so are the battleground states, Wisconsin, Michigan. It's a good window into 2024, just politically, but also mechanically, governors are important. You should care about your governor. Mm -hmm. You wrote about some governors who are not seeking re-election and cited the pandemic as that reason. Yeah. So I think the only governor who is really publicly said about that right now has been Governor Charlie Baker, Mm. who is in Massachusetts. And he's a he's he's a Republican. He has been wildly popular in Massachusetts. You know, he he, like every other governor, has seen approval ratings ebb and flow over the pandemic. But he announced earlier this year, relatively recently, that he is not seeking re-election for another term in 2022. And part of the reason is what he told reporters up there is that he felt like he needed to focus on managing the pandemic and not focus on a political fight. Are there other reasons? Sure. Um, Former President Trump had endorsed against him. Uh, Governor Baker has a long and storied history of fighting with uh, less moderate Republicans in the state. But when he was asked, you know, why is he stepping aside? Why is he not seeking another term? That's what he said. I got to manage this pandemic and it's tough. Zach Montalaro, thank you so much for talking with me. Thanks for having me. Also today, a new postmortem report on the 2020 election by Democratic research firm Equus is out revealing that GOP attacks claiming Democrats embraced socialism helped fuel Donald Trump's gains with Latino voters last year. More than 40% of Latino voters across the country expressed concern that Democrats are embracing socialism and leftist policies. And Pfizer on Tuesday revealed its study of an oral COVID treatment, which they said helps reduce the risk of severe disease and death from COVID and was effective against the Omicron variant. 
Pfizer submitted an application asking the Food and Drug Administration to authorize the treatment last month. Today's episode of Politico Dispatch included music composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Be sure to follow Politico Dispatch if you haven't yet, and if you can, leave us a rating and review. It helps more people find the show. I'm Annie Reese. Thanks so much for listening.